Hi, it's Cara Brown, and this is Watercolor Conversations. It's a place where I share my love of watercolor and my seeking, my teaching, my discoveries, the connections I see, and just in general what it's like to be alive at this time here on planet Earth. I hope that this meets a part of you that's longing to be met. Thanks for being here. Hi. I know it's been a little while. It's been a year so far. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We had COVID. I've been in search for a new studio because the studio that I was painting and teaching in for 10 years came to an end at the end of 2022 and I found a new studio and it's beautiful and I cannot wait to spend the rest of my life there (laughs) and then my mom broke her arm up near her shoulder and my very amazing 84 year old mother needed help she needed around the clock care for 10 or 11 days and she's still needing care I have been sucked in and sucked away from so much of what is in my heart to create in this life, including these podcasts. And I had a minute and it's evening here where I am. And I thought, I'm just going to see what comes through. So in diving through the pool, (laughs) into the pool of the posts that I've written that I'm revisiting in this series of podcasts, I went looking for one that I needed. I needed for me for this moment. Because not only am I not recording podcasts, but I'm not painting. I'm not painting as much. Well, let's say it this way. I am painting less than I have in many, many years. In the last, probably since 2021. But it's really bad this year. So the one I landed on was a post that I wrote a couple of months into 2016, which is now seven years ago, right at the beginning of March, right where we are right now in the year. And I called it fine-tuning my commitment to paint each day. In 2016, I made a commitment to paint every single day. And I found myself doing it like penance, like in a dutiful way, as opposed to as a devotion. So I caught myself on that. And I wanted to feel that place in me again, where my heart is fully immersed and engaged and listening and knowing that this is what I'm here on this earth to do, is to make these paintings. And everything else comes from that. It's the fount that overflows into my teaching and to my writing and into my sharing here. That without making these paintings and without spending the time to find my way through them, because they're still not easy, (laughs) I'm, I'm not being me fully. Here's what I had to say. 
And I'm going to say this, not reading what I wrote, but speaking to it in the present day, remembering what it was that was going through me. I think that's going to be more compelling than just kind of reading it to you. Okay, here we go. At the point that I wrote this, it was the beginning of March, so it had been two months since I made this promise to paint every day. And at that point, I had not missed a day. One day in January, all I did was paint colored squares in preparation for a color class. And there must have been more than a few days that I painted only for 10 or 15 minutes. But making that promise and making it publicly to all the people who read my my online journal has a market effect on my relationship with time, scheduling, and this dedication to paint. There are days that I did not start out painting, which is the best way for me to start any day. And as 9 or 10 at night rolled around, I realized I'd not painted. But because of my commitment, I picked myself up and I went into my studio, which at that time was just one of the bedrooms in our house, and I worked on a painting. Without the commitment, I would have just let it go for the day. I just would have missed it, like I have been doing all these days in the recent past. At the end of January, I had gone to a workshop in Los Angeles, and I had a visit with my aunt and uncle. So I drew a small, like 15-inch square painting of roses and raindrops, and I made a teeny little palette of paints, and I painted every day before the workshop, as well as at the airport, on the way there and back, which was a first. And there was one night, it was after 11, and I was in bed, cozy and warm, and ready to call it a day, and I called bullshit on myself when I told myself that I'd painted. I had really just fiddled around for a few minutes. So I got out of bed, I wrapped up in my bathrobe, turned on the space heater at my feet under my painting table, and I listened to the silence of the sleeping house, and I painted for half an hour. And that was probably the most precious time that I had spent painting yet that year. And I can feel that now. I can feel that place of just being with myself and my brushes and my colors and my painting and my shapes in the silence with nothing else around. There's a sacredness to it that so far is having its effect on me. It's making me want to paint. But this had me see that there was time to guide myself to another place with this promise to paint every day. I, I had been holding it as something to get in, you know, to get done, to check off the list. Not in the spirit of the meditation that I wanted, the spiritual practice that I wanted it to be that was the impetus for the promise in the first place. I remembered and wondered what really is a devotion. I looked up the word. I am a word nerd. English is such a rich language and I'm so, I'm inspired, I guess, and and somehow emboldened by the richness of synonyms. And the words that I found that were associated with the word devotion were loyalty, faithfulness, fidelity, constancy, commitment, adherence, allegiance, dedication, fondness, love, admiration, affection, and care. Looking at this group of words, I see two things. There's steadfastness in the words like loyalty and dedication, and then there's also a heart-centeredness in the words fondness, 
care, love, and affection. A steadfast love. That's what devotion is. So I had been doing the steadfast part, and what I was feeling the lack of and wanting to bring back is my heart, or more of my heart. This is one part of it, but there's another. And this is a distinction I learned from Alison Armstrong, who weaves through all of my posts, not all of my posts, but weaves through the whole body of my posts. There's a masculine mode, which is intended to produce results, and a feminine mode, which is in the timelessness of the moment, in which we can do anything. I can get ready in the morning, choose my clothes, do my hair and makeup, take my vitamins with the idea that I have to get it all done in as short a time as possible. Efficiency expert front and center. Or I can feel my hands on my face as I put on my moisturizer, look at myself in the eye for a second as I put on my eye makeup, choose clothes that I feel good and lovely in. The part of me, the aspect of me that emerges from my bathroom is a whole different person depending on which mode I'm able to choose. Cooking is another arena that I see this. I can produce food for dinner or I can lovingly prepare a meal to nourish our bodies. So time is what makes the difference. Either time is limited and I've got to get a move on or I have all the time in the world. Here's the thing. Time is limited on this earthly plane. We've only so much in a day and in a lifetime. So how do I give myself the experience of getting myself ready, cooking, or painting, really living my whole life in a time-limited universe in such a way that I feel I have all the time in the world? I wrote here that I I felt a resistance in me as I realized what this means <laughs> this is so me. I need to actually schedule my time and have priorities. That's what I have to do. When I worked in the corporate world and I had a boss and commitments to others, I was very good, well, a whole lot better anyway, at scheduling and, in quotes, time management. But now that I work for myself, I have been rather loose with time, especially on the days that I don't teach, the days that are all mine to do with what I see fit. I let myself get pulled away by all kinds of things that are not on my radar. I schedule my appointments and meetings with others, but not my painting time, my marketing time, my email time. It's really time. In order to make my work my devotion, my prayer, it needs me to protect it from the other things that are crowding it out. Yeah, this is the post I needed for me. And I think about spending time every day looking at how I'm going to spend this day of my life with an actual calendar, the resistance redoubles in me, making it really apparent why I've not been doing it. This part of me needs my attention. I am making the promise to that part of me in front of you now, and I'm remaking it now here in 2023, that I will listen to hear what it has to say, what there is to caution me about, what its fears are, because I am re-knowing now that I must provide containers, pockets of time to get lost in my painting. And I wrote here every day. Am I ready to do that? Am I ready to say every day again here on the 6th of March? This is when I'm recording this. Not just squeezed in. I know that when I do, and I know that when I do now too, that it's much more likely that I can arrive to it with that sense of devotion. In the last little while, a word came to me. 
that is coming up right now as a word that's really important to me. And maybe it wants its own episode here, but my heart is wanting to bring it into this whole idea. And it was actually inspired by our dog and wanting to train him and make sure that he wasn't winning the battle of the wills because he's a young Labrador retriever and he has, this dog has a huge will. (laughs) And the word is resolute. And it seems to be applying to a lot of things. And I like this word because it is powerful. It's strong. But somehow in its root is connected to resolve and solve, like as solve a problem. So there's sort of like an answer in resolute, you know, a solution. I want to marry this softness that I felt at the end of this journal entry that I wrote. I want to marry that with this being resolute. There's a like wrapping my arm around the part of me that wants to get pulled away, the part of me that wants to take care of everyone else, the part of me that will fold the laundry and do the dishes first before painting because my environment talks to me, all the things that need to be done. And the part of me that just runs around and doesn't get enough water, which means when I'm not well hydrated, I don't have as much energy. Like there's a, oh, come now, come now you. Let's do this another way. There's paintings in you. And this is what you're here for. So I don't have a neat bow to tie this all up in. But this is what I needed today. And so I thought maybe there might be one or two of you also who needed to hear this message that there's this dance when we have a creative practice between the world and our practice. And at least for some of us, some of us may have it lit in us like a fire that never extinguishes, but but some of us struggle and uh, we're not alone. We have each other. So I look forward to what's next, and I thank you for tuning in. Until next time, take care. Bye.